0: Welcome to the People Doing Good Podcast. I am Mariah Volk.
1: And I'm Jerry Robinson.
0: If this is your first time tuning in, the People Doing Good Podcast is all about spreading positivity by sharing stories of people doing good, people in the world doing amazing things. There's so many of them, and this is the time we need to focus on it. So Jerry and I, our mission is to spread the love um, by just introducing you to these amazing people in our community. And today we feature... Redwood Gospel Mission. We have Eric Sangavassi and two volunteers, Donna and Peter, hopped on to talk about their experience as volunteers for Redwood Gospel Mission. Uh, Jerry, what did you think about this conversation?
1: I loved the conversation because it was full of spirit. It, the, the, the spirit of, of giving and the spirit of kindness and love and wanting to change and help somebody better their life. Um, to me that's what it was all about and you could hear it in, a, in you know every time they spoke and they were all about making a difference in people's lives so that's what i uh i, I loved it I, I really did and you know right now it's, it's really hard times obviously and you know when you're in a you're in a in a mission in a shelter you got different programs going on and there's and there's certain restrictions that you can you know it's, it's really difficult and they seem to be doing, continue to be doing the great work that they started, even during these times.
0: It's true, and the homeless of our community are the most vulnerable. There's a lot of people with different sorts of issues, but not having a roof over your head, I'd put that right up there at number one. And um, that being said, let's just get into this conversation. I think that you'll you'll really enjoy hearing their perspective on Redwood Gospel Mission and the positive work they're doing. Let's roll enjoy. Well, first thing I'd like to know, Eric, you know, our podcast is called People Doing Good. The organization we're here to talk about today, Redwood Gospel Mission, is uh, a wonderful organization and you are a person who's involved and I'd like to know how, what got you started doing this type of work?
2: Yeah, so just, uh, I, I've been with the Redwood Gospel Mission for about eight years now. And, you know, it was funny when I when I first was um, I, I I came to the mission because I was I was looking for a job and I, I had just been recently laid off. Uh, and so I was looking and praying and seeking. And I, I've always had at the back of my uh, as my kind of direction is something related to either event planning or full-time ministry. Um, and, and uh, didn't know what that looked like. And I, I, I interviewed with the mission with uh, our executive director, Jeff Gilman and Chris Keys, who's the director of our shelter and recovery. And, you know, we, we interviewed and, you know, went all over the, the formalities of the different things. And they, they came to my, um, my volunteer history. And Something that I'm really passionate about is is folks that don't quite fit in places. So just a short little history with me is I was the hyper kid in in church youth group that got kicked out because I was too focused on myself. And so you know, church is the one place you're supposed to feel welcomed. And and getting you know being asked to leave for a season really um, impacted me because you know I wanted to make you know I didn't feel welcomed at a place that that you know, everybody should feel welcomed at and, and, you know, it was my own doing. And, and, you know, when I really look at it now in hindsight, you know, a lot of it was just me being, being a silly teen. And, but that really had an impact on me and it just made me want to, to be intentional with making other people feel welcomed. Mm -hmm. And, and so um, fast forward um, uh, for about the last uh, 12 years, um, with my church, I've led a ministry where we go down to the Phoenix Theater in Petaluma, and we provide a, a meal and we we share the gospel. So we share, you know, we sh- we let them know that there's a God that loves them, and we we call it Jesus Night. And so we we serve uh, at-risk teens and uh, teens that are just looking for a place to go, and we also have some homeless friends there. And so when I applied at the mission we, and we started talking about that, the the joy in my eye lit up, and when they started telling me about the ministry that takes place at the mission, I, I, I knew that's where I wanted to be. And so I've, I've been there ever since.
0: Amazing. And so, Eric, you brought with you Peter and Donna, and I would like to hear from them. Peter, welcome to the podcast. And tell us about wh- why you got involved and, and about your experience with Web of
3: <coughs> Yeah, well, uh, my background is I've actually uh, started a couple of software companies. So I'm well, uh, I have a great background for working in the mission, Haha. Uh-huh. Uh, but let me tell you, uh, so I had, um, I had a friend of mine who, uh, 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 who, who, who was sick, had an illness, and, and we talked and I said, hey, John, uh, let me know if there's anything that I can do for you. Um, uh, you ask it and you got it, okay? So he calls me about a week later and he says, Peter, I got something for you. Could you go down and fill in for me at the Redwood Gospel Mission and teach a class there? And I'd like to tell you that I, I I felt oh wow this is a great opportunity, but my first reaction was how do I get out of this? How do I get out? How do I get out of this and still look good? Okay, <laughs> and uh, and I can remember. Uh, I, uh, you, you know, I, you know, I've driven by there so many times. I've financially supported the mission and, and I say, oh man, I've seen the people stand in front of that, that, that house. Uh, you know what? They won't be able to relate to me. I won't be able to relate to them. And so I remember going there my, uh, on that, that uh, Wednesday afternoon and it was pouring rain in November. And I got to the door and I was hoping that they had canceled class. Okay. Uh, but no, I went in to teach that first class and uh, absolutely loved it. The guys were appreciative. Um, and I went from teaching that one class to at one point, I think I was teaching three classes in, in one week uh, uh, to... Um, then went from uh, from uh, just uh, teaching classes to also coaching as well, coaching the guys through the, you know, helping them get through, through the program. And uh, it's, it's been such a blessing to me. I've uh, coached a number of guys that have graduated, you know, and I can tell you, I've, uh, probably, uh, over the last 10 days have met with four of them. Okay. We continue, we stay in contact. As a matter of fact, now they're even advising me, <laughs> so, uh, uh, but it, it, it's been, um, uh, it's been a life changing experience for me, something that I had never ever envisioned that I would be doing. <laughs> and, and I never really, uh, <clears throat> had any appreciation for the blessings that you get from that, you know, at, uh, so anyway, that's the short version.
1: Hey, hey Peter, let me ask you a question here. Um, you the had Oakland Raider. That... <laughs> yeah,
3: Raider. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
1: Yeah, uh, let me ask you a question. When uh, you had mentioned that you've been in contact with you know, uh, four the guys, four the people that you that you coached and this and that, right? You, you've met up with them again. Yeah. Tell me, man, what did that feel like? When you were reunited, so to speak, with these guys that you had coached uh, through this program,
3: uh, you, you know, it, it was—I uh, uh, mean, it, you know—such such an excitement. Uh, it, it's, uh, you know, it, uh, I, I've gotten so close to these guys, and they've become—they've mm-hmm. become, uh, they've become <laughs> my peers. Family. They've become my friends. Okay. <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, I—I'm—you know—I can say my. My close uh, uh, circle of friends, uh, I probably have more guys from the mission in that circle than I do from any other group. And it's, uh, it's, it's rewarding uh, is what it is. Uh, I mean, it's just, uh, I, I feel so blessed. You know, I, I just gotta tell you. One of the things
2: that we, we always try to emphasize to the men and women in our recovery program is that they don't graduate from their program they graduate into their support system. And so Peter's a perfect example, because um, relationships are are so important. And part of our our recovery program is really creating those (laughs) relationships. And so um, just as as Peter's talking about how they become peers, and, you know, at one point, it was a, you know, it was, it it may have seemed like a, um, not a peer level relationship, but then it becomes a peer level. And that's Mm -hmm. really the the, that's really the point—is just building that support system. And Peter is just a perfect example of that support system, where it, it's not just a—you know—I learn some, I teach you all I know. It's it's a mutual thing, and so mm-hmm. Peter is just such a great example of that.
0: Peter, you're awesome. I want to get Donna in on the conversation here. Hey, Donna. Hi. What's your experience, why you got involved, and and how it has changed your life.
4: Well, first off, I sent my brother down to the mission to get clean and and he went through the program and then I met my husband actually um, uh, through celebrate recovery and he we ended up getting married a year after he got out of the program and after he got mar- we got married, I went to we both went and served dinner for about a year at the mission because we wanted to get give back and so we um served dinner and then um I got invited to uh, teach over at the Mana home and I've been I have also background of alcohol and drug addiction it you know in my past uh, from San Francisco and grew up in the in the 70s <laughs> so it was um <laughs> It, you was a, say, huh? it, was, it was a really good fit for me because I could talk about how Jesus changed my life and uh, I, I just fit fit in so well in a sense I feel like I'm at home and uh, I teach also at the men's class and I also do chapel service. Um, I was doing it four times a year but I've been moved up a little bit for once a month and it's just uh, amazing to have people come for dinner, but also come for the word you fill them up with spiritual food and they get real food and um, I would go out and pray over some of them and uh, it would just make me cry some of the things they would ask. You know, it's just uh, it, it, it's just loving someone and caring about someone the way you would want to be cared yeah. about.
0: Right. And I find it so interesting the different perspectives between Peter and Donna. That Donna, you have personal firsthand experience with addiction in yourself and in your family. And Peter, you came from a totally different perspective. You know, that's interesting. A uh, little quick, funny story a couple of years ago, Jerry and I we Jerry and I run a nonprofit called Shoes for Kids and we get shoes for underprivileged kids countywide and we had extra shoes because Nike corporate sent us a bunch of shoes after the fire and I've got all these beautiful shoes lying around in bigger sizes and I said I called Jerry one morning I said Jerry I'm going to fill up a truckload of shoes and we're going to head downtown right near Redwood Gospel Mission. Word got out at the local shelters that we were coming with shoes. And next thing you know, there's we're just surrounded. Jerry, at one point I had to be like, wait, everyone needs to back up a little bit. People diving in the back to grab a pair. And um, so we were able to serve some of your um, people that were being housed with you. It was just a, just a beautiful day of giving.
1: It really was because what's interesting about that particular day that Mariah's talking about, as we're handing out shoes and socks, uh, a young gentleman, a gentleman came up to me and he starts talking to me and I'm trying to find some shoes for him, this and that. And he said, don't you remember me? And I, and I looked up at him and it was interesting. It was a relative of mine that I hadn't seen in a long time. <laughs> you know, and, you know and, 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 and and to see where life was for him at that particular moment, you know, uh, it was it was interesting, it was eye opening, you know, but it just felt good to be able to help and, and give back. But I do remember that. that, was an exciting day. You know something, uh, 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 Donna, you were talking about the, the recovery side of this, uh, uh-huh. uh, of, the, of the mission. And isn't it amazing when the, when new people come in, you know they're a little resistant sometimes, probably. Okay, but once the word and the spirit of the Lord reaches their soul, you get to see a light switch go on, right? And you can see oh. them changing their lives, and um, that's a beautiful thing because I've seen that happen many, many times, and it is it is really awesome. You know the work that you guys are doing, and and the recovery side of it, you know, is is is, is 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 close to my heart because, like I said, I've seen a lot of people. You know, God has done for me what I couldn't do for myself. So I know what you guys yeah. are talking about, and and it took God to, to 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 be in my life and 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 be in His presence to make it possible for me to be here today. I put it that way. So I understand, and I'm just I'm so glad that you guys are. or or, or part of this podcast today because it's about people doing good and when you can save somebody's heart and somebody's soul you know that's 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 god is smiling at you and uh just god bless you guys
0: (laughs) thank you Uh, i wake up every morning to a text quote from jerry robinson that's a from his daily bible quote of the day and it's always uplifting and Mm. thank you jerry
1: Well, you know what it is? Remember, you're quite welcome, but you know what? In order for me to keep what I have, you know, the sobriety that I have in my life, you know, I have 23 years of sobriety, so I know what's happening. And in order for me to keep what I have, I have to give it away. I have to Mm -hmm. give it back. So, Uh So when somebody shares something with me, it may not apply to them to that day, but it's amazing how it seems like some of those readings are like, "Oh my God, that my picture should be next to this reading right here." <laughs> so I just try to pass it on, and uh, that, that's why I do it. So every day, I you know when I get when I get my reading, I I will pass it on to, to Mariah and uh, my
3: family and, and, and people I care about.
0: Well, it's very appreciated. It just
3: reminds me some of the guys I've coached, and and and, and I like what. But Jerry said, you know, these guys—they come in, they come in, and they're resistant. You know, these guys got—and man, these guys got hard, some real hard stories. You know, where you just go, wow. Uh, you know, is that for real? Uh, and uh, uh, and then as as they progress, you know, I have uh, some of my guys will actually now they'll text me verses in the morning as well. Oh, you well, know, and it's just. Uh, um, yeah, such a blessing. Yeah.
0: It's a you know, whole circle moment. Go ahead, Donna. Um, I think
4: what happens is they, a lot of people haven't experienced loved, unconditional love. And what we're bringing a lot at the mission is just loving them from where they're at. And their love bucket gets filled up. <laughs> you know, they, 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 they sense that they're accepted, they're loved, it's okay, they're safe. And with that, you grow, you know, when you're, you, you have someone that really cares about you. And and you know, the other
1: thing too, don't, don't you, don't you believe this is true too? They realize no one is judging me. Nobody is judging me. I've been judged my whole life. People look at me just because of the situation that I'm in and they've formed opinions about this and that, but when they are with you guys and where they're at, they know nobody's judging me yeah and right. you know to have that in your life especially if you've been being put down and you, you know the hardship and you're in a bad situation and you you know your self-esteem is down and you and, and a lot of things like that but once you get there you know that I'm safe. I'm home. This is my new homeroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Redbird Gospel. This is my new homeroom, and it's—I uh, think it's awesome.
0: <laughs> Jerry, I saw your eyes light up when she said "love bucket." I think you like that. It's your new term. Yeah,
1: I like that love bucket. So That's what it is. I, I like that love bucket. Come in here and get your bucket filled. You know what I mean? And then, <laughs> and then the bucket that you have, you know, is, is up. To, is, is, in order for you to keep it, you kind of have to give it away. You got to pass that love on
0: and right. the knowledge
1: and the wisdom that you've learned. You have to pass it on, right, Donna?
4: Right, you gotta get rid of the old bucket and that's the shame, the guilt, the attitude and beliefs that you're not good enough and instead you find out who you are in Christ, that you wear a crown on your head, that you have been, you're bought for a price and can't
0: touch this, (laughs) can't touch this. I'm his. Oh Donna you are good. I want I want to ask you guys a question related to the current events and um an in, an in increase in depression and an addiction based on COVID and quarantine. Um what has been your experience um with Redwood Gospel Mission during this time? Has there been a significant increase? Have you seen people who were uh recovered fall off and come back? I mean, what's what's the status right now?
4: Um, I think the, the hardest time is around the holidays for everyone, you know, because you're not with loved ones and this is when they're really needed, you know, that, you know, that secure feeling of having someone they can vent, you know, they can talk about it and to be there, you know, um we've had a couple, you know, come, come and go, but, you know, we pray for them to come back and, you know, we've had, you know, returns at times too. So it's a, it's a thing. Everyone's, you know, I mean, even, it's just not normal for anybody, you know, so in, we're in agreement in the sense that we're all in this together and we just, we lift each other up when we're down. It's just like, uh, sending off a a text message in the morning with some scripture you know you you just gotta gotta uh keep the faith and keep your eyes on jesus and just you know hunker down
2: (laughs) so we we've had to just really change how how we do things in the season and safety is 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 key and so we just had to have had to be creative we uh We have some of our our homeless friends both at our shelter and out at Alliance Redwoods. Um, You know, we have, we have our, our, our men and women in our recovery program, you know, they're, they're having to get used to doing meetings online and doing things in zoom format. And, and so a lot of that has been a big shift, but, you know, as we said, everybody's in this together and, and it's really cool to see how, how the community has come together and, and adapted and you know those that are with us are feeling loved and yeah. and and we we truly have a community and it's beautiful
3: yeah i, I think too for uh, one of the things has been uh, we're so used to that uh, you know the, the the you know the 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 touch contact the person contact the direct contact and i think early on we had to just uh, it was all zoom meetings okay and now we have started the uh, in-contact uh, meetings back up, and uh, I'm very much across you know, across the table or across the room, you know, sitting together, chairs facing each other type of guy, as opposed to you know being on Zoom. And uh, uh, you know, I've, I've I've missed that some of that personal contact, but it's coming back.
0: That's good. Yeah, you know, I think about during this situation. Um, how the helpers like yourselves have been more important than ever. Um, we know with shoes for kids, our nonprofit, more kids need shoes than ever before. The families are struggling. It
1: is very difficult because I'm a real I'm a hugger, man. I just I learned to hug when I was a little kid, and you know what? I didn't realize it, it, until I got older how important and how and and how grateful and how fortunate I have been that my mother and father, especially my mom hugged me as a young child because as I got older, there's a lot of people that don't get hugged.
3: Yeah, they, exactly. they, hug, they
1: don't come from a hugging family. I do, you know, I might, you know, <laughs> I hug so much I could possibly get arrested sometimes just hugging a stranger, <laughs> but, but, but no, so that's what, so, you know, and that's one of the things that that, that we we're dealing with, with with shoes for kids is that, you know, you can't, it's difficult to go and, and be around, you know, the large group of kids or, or somebody's house because you all these uh, you know, precautions you have to take.
0: For me, the, meeting those kids and seeing the smile on their face yeah. when they saw yeah. their new shoes and put them on, that's, that's mm-hmm. the most rewarding piece. And that's why I do it. I live for those moments and to see them just be a little bit more confident and happier than they were the moment that they met me. And they walk out in their new shoes and, you know, often you never see them again, but you know, in that moment, you made a difference in their life. Um, So uh, right now, you guys could probably use a lot of help with volunteers, donations, the holiday season is coming. If anyone is listening to our podcast right now, what would you recommend in terms of how they can help? How can they best serve you so you can serve your, your people?
2: so one of the things I love about the the mission is our our mission statement and our, our mission statement is that in the in the grace and power of Jesus Christ we mobilize our community to minister to the poor and needy so that lives are transformed and so you know we we have some things in place where where folks can can come in and volunteer right now with COVID it's a little bit limited we we so I still encourage people to connect with us you know there may be something that we might be able to link them up with if they have a a passion. My my mom, for example, she does uh, uh, greeting cards, and so you know she does those at home and and gives them to our men and women in our recovery program. They can write a letter home to to a to a friend or a loved one, and so there's there's really no limit on on what people can do. But um, some of the actual um, ways that people can get involved um, right now, we're we're giving away coats. Um, we, we have a, uh, we've been blessed with lots and lots of coats. And so we're, um, we have a thrift store and in that thrift store, we have a safe and healthy way to hand out coats to people in need. And so we have a system in place to, to give them out so we can make sure that we are keeping with COVID uh, restrictions. And so we can keep everybody safe, but we have opportunities for, for people to come in and greet families in need as they come to get a coat um, and, and just encourage them. We also have, you know, we have some of our volunteers that were already in place prior to the, uh, to prior to COVID such as Peter and Dona that are, are plugged in, but I would still encourage people if they're, if they want to explore, you know, uh, how they might fit in with the mission. It's, it's just a conversation and they can always link up with us through our, our website. There's uh, portals there to get connected. Um, and, and, uh, you know, we also have people that reach out to us in the season for, for drives. And so, um, we have groups that are collecting items for, for people in need. We're doing stockings for the men and women in our in our programs and our, our our homeless services. And so, there's opportunities okay. to get involved in in that. So and there's a variety of ways, and you know w- you know we all have unique different ways, and um, you know we're we're open to people's ideas and want to come alongside them the best that we can. We want to create that platform for for folks to come in and do what they love in a safe and healthy way.
3: Eric, uh, I'm going to actually next Wednesday, uh, there is going to be a gentleman that, that will shadow me in my class. You know, no commitment, just to see what it's like. And, uh, you know, so I think that's a good way for volunteers, prospective volunteers, just to, uh, to, to, you know, to get a sense, get a feel for different ways that they can help. Yeah.
0: So we will add links in our show notes for our listeners to your website or a Facebook page or however they may be able to contact you. We will include that. So we'll make it easy for anyone who's listening and wants to help this holiday season. Um, I just want to thank you all again. You know, I, you are exactly the people that we, we need to feature right now during this time. And I'm just grateful that you're doing the work you're doing and making the world a better place. And just thank you.
4: Thank you too. Very You're much. welcome,
1: and and, and 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 to add to that, right there, you know, here, here's the big, here's the big picture. You guys are making a difference. You're making a difference, and that's what we need. We need something different, especially during our times right now, because no one's ever seen anything like 2020. Uh-huh. And just, you know. <laughs> You know, God, 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 God bless y'all and, and be safe. And uh, like I said, just continue making the, making a difference in people's lives because you've been blessed. We've been blessed. And when you've been blessed with a gift, mm-hmm. you got you, you to share that. And I'm yes. just so very grateful that, that we had the opportunity for y'all to be on our podcast today. You know, you. Redwood <laughs> Gospel Mission. That's what I'm talking about right there.
0: It's right. all about the love bucket. Filling up that's the love right.
1: That's <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> we're all thank gonna get for, out there and just keep doing the good work.
3: Yeah. Thank, yeah. thank you for having us. Thank,
0: thank you so okay. much. God bless you.
4: God bless God you for me. giving out the shoes. Oh
3: yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: We love it. Thank, thank you.
4: you. Thank you. you bye bye, you yes. guys. Bye bye. bye. bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the people doing good podcast. Follow us on social media at one good podcast on Twitter and Instagram, people doing good podcast on Facebook. We try to keep you updated about what we're doing. Um, And again, thanks for everyone who's listening. We've still got listeners growing all over the country and even in different countries around the world. People are listening to the people doing good podcast, which means Jerry that we are making a difference. Our, our plan to spread positivity, it's working, Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. So that being said, um, my favorite part of the podcast is about to happen. It is when we join Jerry in Mr. Robinson's neighborhood for his special quote of the day. What you got?
1: Today's words from Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. If the words you spoke appeared on your skin, would you still... Be beautiful. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the People Doing Good Podcast.
0: Get out there and fill up your
1: love bucket, people. (laughs) We'll see you next week. (laughs) Love
0: bucket. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The People Doing Good Podcast is brought to you by Shoes for Kids. For more info, visit shoesforkids.com. It is created and hosted by Mariah Volk and Jerry Robinson. Produced and edited by Charlene Goto of Goto Productions. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment wherever you get your podcast media. Follow on social media at One Good Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Email us at peopledoinggoodpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time.